How are you doing? Thank you for joining me. Uh, just giving you a kind of a note of business. Hey, do me a favor, folks, would you please? Uh, would you please share this program right now? What's going to happen is I'm going to do a 
five-part series. This is number one, five-part series on helping everyone, since we're in the middle of election season again, understand some of the ways that there is election interference that most people really don't recognize that it's part of throwing or tossing elections or swinging elections. It's it's a pretty sophisticated con game out there, folks. And so I'm going to do this five-part series walking you through with some of the things that are happening, how they all tie together, how did this work, etc. Because it's going to be critical that we just, folks, let's just call it like it is, get our shit together before we get to the 2024 election. Immediately following this program, immediately following this program, I will go into a second part of this program over on Locals. It's easy to find me there. If you are on Rumble right now, I'll give you an example. If you're on Rumble right now, number one, click the thumbs up, folks. That's how it shares it, gets it out there. But on Rumble, there's two little things you should see. Right under the chat, there's an oval that says subscribe. You you should click and follow me on Rumble, especially as I do a lot of these special programs that are not part of my regular 7 a.m., 7 p.m., seven days a week Central Standard Time program. There's going to be quite a few specials and stuff coming up that are not at the regularly scheduled time, and you want to get that notification. Next, if you look to the left you're going to see a solid red join oval. That is your automatic jump off to join me at jovanhuttonpolitzer.locals.com. That's where I'll be immediately following this program. I produce a lot of content there. There's open content to everybody. It's just like any other social media, folks, except it's the one place we're not going to get censored at all anyway. And I can also keep you from getting banned as we go into election seasons. I put certain things behind paywalls. It protects me, but it also protects you. So make sure you're following over at Locals. I will jump there as well. Uh, today's program's brought to you by the wonderful people at Field of Greens. I love these guys. This is how I start my morning. But I got a special deal for you. This one is brand new. And now you can get up to 30% off with a special code. This is what we're calling the Black Friday sale. Oh, my God, how racist. It can't be called. Okay, let's see. Uh, Melanin Concentration Friday sale. I'm just kidding. Fill the greens. Here's what you're going to do. This is yourself for this incredible stuff. And right now you can get it up to 30% off when you use the promo code, different promo code for you folks, VIP. Guys, I want you to know I love Field of Greens. So many of you are using Field of Greens. You have been seeing the results, more energy throughout the day. Your skin looks better, uh, helps with your digestion. For me, my, my stomach feels better, you know, clearing things out. You know what I mean? Your hair and nails grow faster and you look healthier and then just feeling better and healthier overall. This is the bomb. This is real easy, folks. If if you haven't paid attention to this, 
It's a super fine powder. That's it. It's fruit and vegetables. That's it. No junk, no crap, none of that other stuff, right? And it will give you a mega dose of your fruit and vegetables. I promise this will be one of the best things you add to your life for better health. So do not miss this massive sale. Get up to 30% off your order. Visit fillthegreens.com. Your promo code's different. Ready? VIP is your promo code. That's fillthegreens.com. Enter the promo code VIP. Right? Fillthegreens.com. Up to 30% off. Right? Up to 30% off. Somebody said Hunter snorts it. And that's why you see green tracks on this stuff. No, not at all. This stuff is the bomb. It, it makes so much sense because it's just fruit and vegetables. So check it out, right? Get your system nice and clean, ready to go for the holiday system where you're just going to compact it again. Hey, by the way, do you think they'll change Black Friday? So racist. What are they trying to say? Why is black associated with discounting? And mobs at doors trying to get into retail stores. Right. <laughs> okay, folks. It's going to be an interesting uh, program. We're going to follow some of the cash. And I'm going to show you uh, how this certainly rigged game works. Let's get going. Share this right now. Cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media, and the gender-confused, emotional socialist snowflake crowd? Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer, is known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. All right, folks, welcome to Cut the Crap. I know it's a weird name for a program. Who would name their program crap? I would, because it's merely an acronym for culture, race, and American politics. We're going to talk about corruption, cash, and election interference. This is going to be educational for you. Uh, it's very funny because Laura over on uh, Rumble and chat, I kind of watch these things. I got all these screens right around me. And she says, don't give them any ideas in, in regards to Black Friday. Come on, it's so ridiculous. I swear. The ultimate in wokeism, they're probably going to outlaw telephone poles and tow trucks and the letter T. I know they are. Think about a tow truck. Mm, it's a cross. Yeah, it's a cross on the back of that truck. And they're driving around town just showing the cross to everybody. Telephone poles. Oh, my God, it's racist. They put them all up. They're wanting us to pray to the cross. See them all across the country. Oh, my God. 
even in our language, it's white supremacy. That T is is really a cross. They're forcing Christianity on us. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> right? I would not doubt it. Because, you know what? It's a fact of life. Right? It's a fact of life. That if you can make people bitch, if you can get people suppressed, making them feel they're suppressed, you get to raise money. And that's all this freaking racket is. Controversy, raise money, raise money, political favors, do something that somebody wants you to do, and you're just going to get more money. So we're going to take a look at this. I'm going to do a five-part series, right? And I'm going to give you an inside look at the various corruption, cash, and election interference because, folks, it's not just about the voting machines. I, I don't know how many times I can say it. It is not just about the voting machines. There are so many, so many ways that they corrupt our elections and corrupt stuff going on. Because I, I, I swear it's just trying to wear us out. And But that's the thing. If, if, if they get us to stand down, I've, I've said this before. Let me give you some psychology here, right? Let me give you some psychologies is uh, I want you to understand that let's say the bad guys rigged an election and it was totally horrible and you knew it. And then all of a sudden, none of the judges or none of the courts would deal with it. Now, there's a certain amount of the American population, ready for this, that said, fuck it, I'm not voting again because my vote doesn't count either. Well, let me, let me pose something to you. If they can make enough people stand down because people say, fuck it, my vote doesn't count either, let me ask you a question. Do they ever need to actually rig another election? No. You get the con game, folks. See, you're you're a movable pawn in this stuff. You are a movable pawn. I'll give you an example. In Georgia, where Herschel Walker was running, whether you like him or not, doesn't matter. You should have got another conservative in your Senate, right? But one man professed Jesus enough. Jesus, Jesus, oh, Jesus, oh, Jesus. I'm Jesus. Look at me. I'm the re-resurrected Jesus. I'm speaking of Lynn Wood. And what did Lynn Wood say to you? Because so many people followed him because he said Jesus the most. What did he tell you to do? Don't vote. Protest. Protest right now and show them we're not going to take their shit, so don't vote. That'll wake them up. Uh, no, it fucking didn't. It just made sure Herschel didn't get in. There are so many 
con jobs, rackets, ringers. I call it rhinos, rumors, and rat bastards. And you have to understand, even though they're going to do everything they can to compromise our elections, put your big boy pants on and you better vote more, harder, and all the time. And I'm not talking in the Democrat way. I'm just talking in the legit way. Look, I'm, I'm guilty of this just like anybody else. I treated, I treated our elections like a lottery ticket. I did, I, I, I did. Kind of like a lottery ticket, get up to a billion dollars, okay, I'll play, right? I would only vote for a president, maybe a senator if I recognize the name. I never voted down ticket. I didn't give a rat's who. I've never voted for a school board member or mayor or city council or whatever. And that's where they stole everything. I learned the hard way doing Maricopa. Boy, I learned the hard way. Board of Supervisors of Maricopa, Maricorruption County, Arizona, have more power than even the president of the United States. It's kind of ridiculous, right? It's kind of ridiculous. And so as we're in the middle of this election season, it's all going to heat up. There's going to be more banning. There's going to be more chatter. I'm going to show you some of the ways this racket works. And some of the other, right, other things that happen. By the way, I'm watching the chatter on Rumble. I'm telling you. The difference in a Herschel Walker win or lose was Linwood, Linwood telling people in Georgia, don't vote and protest. We got to show them. I'm telling you that first freaking hand. Because if those people would have voted, I know many people, even fighters, right? Even fighters in Georgia just didn't bother to vote. Ah, it's not going to matter anyway. You know what? If you're not going to vote, somebody's going to vote for you. Did you ever think about that? Anyway, enough of that. Let's get on to what some of the stories are cooking. And I want to just kind of weed these together, weave them together to let you understand all of it is part of a fix. And Crystal, you're right. 99% of both freaking sides, all three sides, are bought and paid for. I used to say before I did this Maricopa audit, I used to say, see this city over here? There's like maybe this guy's a bad guy, this lady's a bad lady, or this city over here. I've done a 380. See this city over here? We may have one good lawmaker there. Maybe we got one over here. It's all horse shit. It's all crap. It's all junk. It's all rigged. We have a uniparty. We don't have two parties. But we do have one party when it comes to election integrity, which is a bullshit word because there is no integrity in elections. But we'll just use election integrity. One party wins on that scale. And that is the Democrat Party. And that's kind of what we're going to cover today. And we're going to take a look at some of the things going on. So what you need to know right now that's going on is that some Republicans have introduced 
impeachment articles against Attorney General Dana Nessel. Now, you, you've got to understand anywhere, anywhere it is, okay, that it is the House of Representatives that have the sole power of impeaching civil officers for corrupt conduct and office. Now, what they're saying is, and I, I agree with it, that Attorney General Nessel has clearly breached the ethical standards of conducts in the office of Attorney General. And so this has come out to be a big deal. I actually think this woman, right, is what I would classify as a rat bastard. Right? So they've introduced articles of impeachment. I kind of want to refresh you on who is this woman? What does she stand for? What does she fight or not fight for? Okay. So let's kind of journey to a little bit of uh, her discussions, promotions, video. Let's see. The 2020 presidential election had concluded 41 days prior, and the election results had been officially certified. Every serious challenge had been denied, dismissed, or otherwise rejected by the time the false electors convened. The Trump campaign never appealed for a recount at any time or on any scale, despite the clear ability and legal authority to do so. There simply are no historically analogous situations. Unlike the 1960 presidential recount in Hawaii, there was no pretense of a necessary backup slate or document. There was no constitutional crisis looming. There was no legitimate legal avenue nor any plausible use of such a document or an alternative slate of electors. No state or federal court had provided credence to even a single claim they could have impugned the authority of the rightful slate of Biden electors. The United States Supreme Court itself, the highest court in all of America, had issued an order three days earlier declining to hear a challenge to the certification of Michigan's presidential election. There remained no question of the outcome of this election and no reason to necessitate the creation of a backup slate of electors other than to unlawfully overturn the election. That the effort failed and democracy prevailed does not erase the crimes of those who enacted the false electors plot to overturn the election and circumvent the will of Michigan voters. Okay, so you actually know that she's now charging 16, 17, 18 people, whatever. Now, I, I want to give you a little bit, as you heard this video, I want to unpack one thing for you. It was a boatload of word salad. But she's correct when she said the Supreme Court, Michigan Supreme Court, or Supreme Court, basically kicked out a case. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tie that connective kit tissue for you. Is that okay? Because I think you need to understand how this game is played. Because it still goes on today. And I just want to let you know, you kind of, you got to have a come to Jesus meeting about who really is good and who really is bad. So uh, Mr. Hader over on 
Rumble has said, well, we know the Supreme Courts are compromised as well or corrupted. I, I just want to put a pause on that for a moment. See, you either play by the rules or you don't. But I want to give you an alternative way to think of this. Because sometimes the bad guys look like the very ones that are fighting for you and going to save you. Now, I know that's weird, but let me just play this for you. When you go back to those cases and you look at them all, and, and by the way, you'll understand how this works as I go through the program today, if you just kind of stay with me. All of those cases brought cases, ready? Brought cases that said one word. One word tied to one item. One word tied to one item that actually had not a thing to do with the official results of the election. Now, let me ask you a question. What was that one word? From those of you that have learned from me, what was the one word that was used that threw everything off course? Do you know what it was? Fraud. You're right. Fraud. I'm going to explain it in a minute. And then they looked at one device. What was that device that they looked at? The voting machines. And then they, they presented data that had nothing to do with the official election and the ways of certification. What was that data? What was the data that they put out there? The Edison reports. That's that little chart that looks like an F and a blue. So let me tell you how this rig works. Since our nation has never dealt with this, go back and watch my programs because the Republican Party agreed for 40 years not to bring any election uh, challenge lawsuits. For 40 years, go back and find that. And that means a whole generation of lawmakers and a whole generation of, uh, of attorneys have no idea how do you fight this stuff, period. Now, let's connect some dots. What most people don't know is the moment, remember, how many presidential elections do we have? It's pop quiz, folks. How many presidential elections do we have? Do you know? Well, you're, you're correct. It's 50. There's actually a few more, but there's 50. Most people never think about that. See, because our elections are state-driven, but they do have federal positions. Get it? So, fraud, when it comes to elections, can only be determined in the following manner. Ready? It goes to court and gets adjudicated. That means it goes through a court process. Well, we know those didn't happen, right? Then the next way to have fraud in the state election is 
the attorney general says there was fraud. Did we have any of the attorney general say there were fraud? No. Then the next way to have fraud in an election is to have the secretary of state say there was fraud. Did we have any secretary of states in the states that were challenged outside of Paxton, who, of course, Texas, but we're talking about the, the states we needed. Did we have any of those states where a secretary of state came forth and said there was fraud? See, because the AG, the secretary of state and the governor are the only ones that can make those declarations and it be binding by law. Did any governors in those challenged states? No. And you're right. Barr stopped that. So here's what happens. People get moved by television. You follow people right now that don't know shit from Shinola about election integrity because you saw them at the Cyber Symposium. Here's what you don't know. If you combine TV or social media with ignorance of law and you make your decisions, well, I like that person. They're very nice. And they said Jesus a lot. And you ever, you ever seen that blue shirt and the cross hangs on the outside? That That's so godly, it's godly. His cross can't even stay in his blue shirt. It's great. They must be right. And then you had all these people on the outside look at public data. By the way, by the way, when somebody has to wear their cross outside of their shirt, it tells you that they want to make sure you identify them as a Christian. Now, and we're just looking at election integrity. You had all of these people out there that never had anything to do with it, had no inside information, had were not part of audits or anything. And what was the common thing they all said? Fraud, 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 on the machine, fraud, 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 switch the votes, switch the votes, look at all these counted votes go up. Well, here's what you have to understand. All of that killed us. And let me tell you why it killed us. And I'm going to tie it back to Miss Nestle here, because she said it went to the Supreme Court and they booted it out. Well, see, none of the evidence was listened to in the courts because why? Because when you file a lawsuit, in your state that says there was fraud in the election and the attorney general, secretary of state, or governor has not declared there was fraud and you haven't already got through the court, it can't be fraud. But if you still claim it, there's only one thing that lasts. You have to bump it up to federal court because see, fraud in election is a federal matter. So you bump it up from the state 
right up to the top of the federal court. Now, who is and was the federal court? Merrick Garland. Was Merrick Garland going to do anything about this? No. So what do they have the ability to say? You dumb fucks. You proclaimed it's fraud. You don't have the authorization. Therefore, you don't have standing. Boop. And then the unholy trinity between media, academia, right, uh, and the government, they get to say it was a shit case. We threw it out. Do you understand how this works? Now, what happens if you can make an entire nation scream fraud and the machines swapped the votes? And what if you can get everybody to scream about the machines when, in fact, you cannot prove it in a court of law? Why? Because it's not the machine. It's people, paper, and programs. But if you can point to the machines and say the machine did it, and you don't take into consideration where you really have to fight people, paper, and programs, then you have, in fact, impugned the voting company. Remember, words matter. Remember when you saw Dominion, their CEO, get on, get on television in front of the Senate and said, we do not manufacture machines that connect to the Internet? He told the truth because they don't manufacture machines. All of you are saying, fucking liar, they go to the Internet. Folks, we know they go to the Internet. But let me tell you how that works. Pay attention. Number one, when you say it's the Dominion voting machine, there isn't a fucking Dominion voting machine. There's a Dell. There's a Dell machine that runs this stuff in the election management software. But the machine can't do it. Software can do it. Paper can do it. And people can do it. Just think about this for a minute. But if you can make everybody say the machines, you create a very interesting triangulation. And what's the triangulation? Can't be proven in court. You're technically liabling the whatever, and you get people to focus on something that has nothing to do with it. Because I guarantee you, you probably own a gun, and your gun has never left your house and killed somebody on its own. And that's a machine. Now, if you add a bad person to it, then your gun can do that. If you add a bad person with bad fucking programming in their brain, then it can do it. Do you understand now what she was able to use in her little mantra is how the system works to manipulate us all. And only two things happen. You have bad people keep on telling you it's the machines. And by the way, I'm not advocating for the machines. I'd be totally fine when manual elections, manual counting, period. But you have people that are giving misinformation just because they're idiots. Or you have to ask, are the people doing it because they're paid to do it? 
Or you have to look at the other thing. What if I said it was the machines, 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 machines? I told millions of people it was the machines. I get sued. Do you think I can ever back off of that? Fuck no. You can't take it back once you realize it's not the machines. Why? Because you're going to get your ass sued for a billion dollars and you're going to be held liable. Do you understand all of this mix? We're all we're all trapped in it. We are all trapped in it. The reason I give you this is because you have to understand the machines only do what they're commanded to do. But the way this game works is to use the people against themselves and the people against the system. It's that simple. It is that simple. And so we've paid a heavy price. So I'm going to go on. I'm going to play you Miss Nessa one more time. You need to hear it. You need to listen to her words. I just want you to listen to the context of her words. Because she explains away, but she uses certain qualifier words that allows her to be off the hook and then play into the media narrative because it's all a media narrative. So let's go. The 2020 presidential election had concluded 41 days prior and the election results had been officially certified. Every serious challenge had been denied, dismissed, or otherwise rejected by the time the false electors convened. The Trump campaign never appealed for a recount at any time or on any scale, despite the clear ability and legal authority to do so. Okay, let's just stop right there. I'm doing a, a little bit of analyzation. And I'm just going to stop right there on this one, then we'll move on. Why did they not ask for a recount? When he had clear authority to do so. Well, so you learned. You're the smartest guys in the room. What is a recount? You're right. Now, listen to me, especially if you've just ever joined my program before. When they say recount and they're going to recount the ballots, you think, hallelujah, praise Jesus. They're going to recount the votes on the ballots. No, they're not. There's actually two forms of recounts. The number one form is pulling the little gas station receipt out of the machine Looking at the number, okay, 673, what'd you get on yours? Well, we got 1,000, and they add them all up. They just add them all up, and does it say the same thing? But was that recounting the ballots? No. Well, let's say if they actually recounted the ballots. They take the boxes of ballots, they feed them to a counter and they recount the ballots. See, it was exact. No, motherfuckers, you said a thousand people voted. You just counted a thousand pieces of, of papers. What the fuck did that have to do with the vote? You get it, folks? Oh, last but not least. Last but not least. If push comes to shove and they actually have to look at the ballots, you got to fight for it. 
And they say, well, we'll just look at a small sample, but you can only look at president. Get it? It's all rigged. It's all bullshit words. Every bullshit word. It's kind of like the posting in my group right now saying globalists are doing this. Here's the post. Don't click post in my rumbles. When you see people putting links in my rumble, right, that aren't on topic, horseshit, I ban them, they're gone. Don't fall for that crap. It's a con. And that's what we're talking about today is cons. And so these Republicans have actually filed to, you know, impeach Nestle. Now, what you have to understand is the Senate in Michigan, the, the, the Michigan House can vote to impeach civil officers for corrupt conduct in office for crimes and, and misdemeanors with a majority vote, but two-thirds of the Senate must vote in favor to convict or remove the officer. By the way, in that state, the Senate is led by Democrats who have a 20 over 18 majority. Again, this is why things matter. This is why things matter. Now, yes, they should be holding these people accountable. But here's the deal. And you're you're going I'm going to open your eyes to a lot of this today. You're going to see stuff that you didn't remember. I'm going to read tie it back together for you. Even if she was freaking guilty. Think Hunter. The odds of them getting the vote are almost zero or less than zero. So even if they found her guilty, nothing's going to happen. Oh, by the way, did you see Mike Johnson, the new speaker, come out and say, uh, we don't have enough e evidence yet to uh, bring impeachment proceedings against Biden. Did you see that? So that's Michigan. Now, I want, to, I want you to take a look at a few things. So I want you to remember Nestle in Michigan. Here's an interesting thing you should remember. Remember when Flint water was killing everybody? Do you remember that? When Flint, Michigan. Flint, Michigan. Neglected their water system, knew it, never told anybody, and it started killing people. You couldn't even boil it to drink it. Well, same person refused to bring any charges, even though it can be proven that city officials knew it. Democrat city officials, city officials knew it. No charges. Let me remind you other things that she brought no charges in. Now, I want you to understand this. See, this is about how do you interfere with elections? Just the fact that she brings charges only against Republicans and not against Democrats is election interference. The fact that there were crimes she turned her backs on in Michigan but they were done by Democrats and she refuses to bring charges is in is election interference. Here's a few more. Dana Nessel for the people. That's how I introduced myself to the court for over 10 years when I served as a prosecutor. 
It comes after the Michigan Attorney General decided she is not going to investigate that policy, which put COVID-positive patients in the same buildings and facilities as COVID-negative patients. Did COVID nursing home patients die because of Governor Whitmer's policies during the pandemic? Attorney General is backing off tonight on a possible investigation into Governor Whitmer's nursing home policy. The Attorney General is playing politics by not investigating the Whitmer administration because she, the AG, is also a Democrat. It is really hard to be objective when this is a person that you work with every day, that sometimes you go to lunch with and invites you to their kids' birthday parties. And now you are responsible for making the difficult decision as to whether when they were on duty, they should be charged with what could, could possibly be an incredibly, not just career-ending crime, but something that could send them to jail or even prison. You don't want another attorney general, is what I'm going to say. She is my favorite client, don't tell Jocelyn. That's the racket. She didn't even look at the COVID issue in nursing homes, wouldn't even look at people that were invalids, dying, drooling out of their mouth, couldn't read, but voted. Not going to look at any of them. Mass corruption in ballots and the the, uh, hospice care, elderly, not going to look at it. Every bit of that is a way to rig elections. Did it have anything to do with the fucking machines? No. Are they still going to do it? Yes. Can we ignore it? No. But see, all the evidence, wait till I show you in a few minutes. How about 135? Because it has happened before, 135,000 votes out of freaking nowhere. But it was Democrats. And so they pissed and moaned and fought and got it undone. An insertion of 135,000 votes. I've always covered these things for you. I've always showed you how this works. We're going to jump next to New York. And I am going to show you, well, how all of this ties together. And it's why you have to know it. You have to be a student of the words. You have to be the student of everything that occurs because there is no one thing to focus on. Not at all. Be right back. Poll watching for voter suppression? That's so 60 years ago, but hey, groovy man. Or you can choose to open your eyes. We've been fighting the same voting rights and integrity crap for over 60 years. The only thing that has changed is now they totally control our elections and technology makes it easier for them. We've been taught to spend our time looking here when we really should be looking here 
and here, and here. Watching for voter intimidation? Watch what happened at polling places? Yeah, right. Would you even know an election hack if you saw one? We all know the government tactic of, hey, look over here, folks, when the deception really takes place over here. The GOP brags about 80,000 poll watchers. Again, groovy, man. But so 60 years ago, the problem is we have 175,141 voting precincts. That's an average of one single poll watcher, not even at half of the places people can vote. Not too groovy, is it? Change with the time, folks. Time for a technology and knowledge base upgrade. Quit falling for falling short. Stand up, stand out, and become an election integrity expert. Your county, not country, your county needs you. You have to upgrade to stay ahead. While you're busy challenging an individual voter, the system is stealing and compromising every vote. Remember this quote? I did not see evidence of fraud that would have affected the outcome uh, of the election. Yeah, it's because you keep looking for that one-off bad voter. Or you can save your country and take on the whole corrupt system. Become an election integrity expert. It is everything the system, the deep state, and the uniparty does not want you to know. America is burning down right before our eyes. Grab a fire axe and join the firefight. Fireaxe.academy is an audio and visual-based online training program which will transform you into a real election integrity expert. Learn hundreds of ways our elections are rigged, broken, undermined, and stolen right under our noses. But you can't fix what you have no ideas broken. Being blind and ignorant is exactly what the system wants. Fight the system. Break the system. Become a fire axe and cut through the crap. Or, if we keep pulling ourselves looking here, then there is no way we can stop ourselves from arriving here. You don't need a 60-year-old black and white TV set to see clearly in black and white how our elections are rigged and stolen. Join the fight to save America. Sign up for FireAxe.Academy today. Time is running out. FireAxe.Academy. So, folks, I'm back. I love when you give me comments and chat. Because I'm going to show you how this works. Are you ready? The person who posted it, you'll see your name in a moment. This has nothing to do with you. I'm using it as a teaching moment. Okay? Tammy said on Facebook, how come nobody talks about the watermarks on the voting ballots? It was special paper. They caught them all. That's how they caught Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi in voter fraud. That's an absolute fucking con job lie. Now, I want you to understand, I am the only human, single human, in the history of the elections of the United States of America that has personally, forensically investigated 2 million plus ballots. Now, The shit you're regurgitating is a plant, is a bullshit job. And oh, by the way, I saw somebody the other day, Phil Godowski, I think is his name, fucking idiot. But a couple hundred people, thousand people follow him. You know why people follow him? He actually says, well, it was only me and President Trump and three other people 
that knew about this. He's fucking never, ever met President Trump. But yet y'all follow him in hordes. And then you repeat shit like this. There are, never have been, never were watermarks in the ballots. There never were secret key, special symbols, RFID tags, electric talk to satellite things in the ballots. People did that to try to make themselves sound important. And by the way, you gave them, you gave them your money. You Gave them your money. You give them your time. I'm going to find something for you because, frankly, and Tammy, this is not about you. This is just about the assholes who do it. Okay? Because it fucking pisses me off. Because it's all horseshit. All horseshit. All horseshit. All and horseshit. In case you didn't get, it was all horseshit. Right? To do it. And even where you heard vote secure paper, vote secure paper had nothing to do with watermarks. And my team is the only one that worked with the paper fucking manufacturers to find out what was up, what was done. So let me let me give you a quick lesson. And and believe me, I'm trying to be nice here. What is a watermark? Well, they take the individual sheet of papers and they lay them down basically in a water process that it leaves a mark, right? Leaves a mark, okay? On the paper that can be seen. Now, you know how you see a watermark Pull a dollar bill out of your pocket and look for the watermark. How do you do it? You hold it up to the light. They caught Biden and they caught Pelosi. Well, let me ask you a question. What fucking places across the United fucking states got the ballots where they could actually look at them in the light? Only one, which I designed and did, but yet idiots online and everybody continues to follow them. But see, do you just wait? You know, they caught they caught Biden and Pelosi. Every day they leave Biden in, they they know more. And they're going to they're going to arrest him on November 5th. I know. I know, because I was with President Trump. Well, it's fucking November 13th. What happened? Oh, oh, my secret coded insource of an insource is dyslexic. It's the 15th. I know today's the 13th, but they're going to do it on the 15th. That's called hopium. And I don't deal in fucking hopium. I deal in fucking facts. And that's just all there is to it. But a lot of people don't deal in facts. And a lot of people will tell you, 
we got this. We have a super, super dilithium crystal Klingon dioxide mark in it. And we, we, President Trump put it in and uh, only three other people knew it. And I am, uh, I'm also in it. Uh, don't forget, I got convicted of molesting a young girl, but that has nothing to, that was just my cover. That was just, my, it wasn't really a soccer coach. That was just my cover. Because I personally helped, I personally helped Donald Trey Trump do this and find it. See, that's what's called a mind hack. And your mind got hacked. But see, it's not only you. I only use you, Tammy, as a teaching moment, and I thank you for that. Your mind got hacked. Your mind got hacked because people want to believe other people are going to save their ass. People want to believe I don't have to do anything because they've got this. I heard Moses say it on TV. It must be right because he's a divine prophet of God. Will the documentary coming out? Lovely's got it right on run, but we got nothing but us, folks. We've got nothing but us. And it's a psychological operation. So let me show you something's going on. I'm going to tie some knots for you. I'm going to tie my stitch it all together. I even hate saying tie it together. It's the right statement, but Lynn Wood used it so fucking much that it, it, it is even distasteful to me to use that now. Do you have you been following the story that Eric Adams, New York mayor, had his uh, phones and iPads, etc. picked up? So here's the story, okay? Supposedly, they're checking into his 2021 campaign. Okay? And, and, the FBI raided him. Now, some people will say it was because he, he, he said the illegals are bankrupting us, which he did. He exposed the Democrat racket. The reason they'll let them come over the reason it came over I've now lost my train of thought. Uh, hang on. I got to deal with this. I'm sorry. But a teaching moment is a teaching moment. Okay. Let's look at this. Jonathan M., I'm only using you as a teaching moment, brother. Okay? From Rumble. 98% of the 23,000 midnight ballot dump in Georgia went to Pudding Brain. I don't give a crap who you are. That is pure and fraud, that is fraud pure and simple. Okay. So, ready? Pay attention, Jonathan. Pay attention. Very important. Pay attention. 
how many ballots have been physically inspected and investigated in Georgia? Yes, Jonathan, I'm asking you. And if you want to come on, we'll discuss this together because it'd be great because you're, you're bringing up a good point. Are you, are you willing to come on, Jonathan? Hang on. Because everybody can learn from this. And I'm not mocking you. I just think this is a fucking brilliant point. And we got to do it. So if you're willing to come on, just click. You got to click voice and camera so I can see you. Okay? I just put it in the in the chat. Okay? So I'm, I'm going to jump ahead. Let's remember what Jonathan said. You're right and you're wrong at the same time. I'm just going to show how words kill us. Jonathan said correctly, in his opinion, 98, 98% of the 23,000 midnight ballot dump in Georgia went into pudding brain. I don't give a crap who you are. That is fraud, pure and simple. Okay, so number one, how many ballots were investigated in Georgia? How many ballots could have been investigated in Georgia? About 150,000. Who was going to do it? This guy. But we screwed our own selves, conservatives. So now let me go back just a little bit in time. Jonathan, I'm going to help you understand this. Because I just want you to understand words matter. And here's what I'm going to ask you to do. Ready? Number one. In 2018, for the primary in Georgia, they did an audit to confirm to confirm that the uh, election was run properly. How many ballots? did they look at? Now, you know, this is a metropolitan area of a couple million people. How many ballots did they look at in 2018 to verify the election was run properly? You're right. 25. Let me ask you a question, John. If you were to look at a random 25 ballots, that's the key, random. Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you, the people who ran the election, the machines they were run on, they get to pull the ballots you look at. Just remember that. So let me ask you a question. Do you think 25 of those ballots all had Joe Biden on them? Of course they did. They're honest people. They're going to go, you caught us. We're going to show you the truth. Here's 25. This is what really happened. Okay, take us to jail. Fuck no. Okay, so there you go. 
Yes, I jumped, Julie, I jumped to, I'm going to New York, but give you a minute because somebody said something. John said something. This is key. I'm here to, I'm not here to entertain you. I'm here to teach you. This is the teaching moment. Bear with me. In 2020, to verify that the election was run properly, how many ballots did the state look at? Two hundred and fifty. Bigger number, but the people that run the election, the voting companies that systems were used, they get to handpick them. They look at them. They look at two hundred and fifty and say, "Well, yep, that's how the two million goes." I just want you to understand that. So now let me just pick apart your words. Ready? Here's what's wrong with your words. Number one, there is no time clock of when ballots have to be run in. That's number one. There is no time clock of when ballots have to run in. And the reason I say that, because the only thing that's wrong with your first thing here is ballot dump. Ballot dump takes your brain to a nefarious, it was a dump of ballots. They just inserted them. Wrong. Number one, that comes from Edison data. Number two, there is no time that they have to be run in. And number three, many times they'll run in tons. I can show you. I've looked at 10,435 batches. I can show you batches that are two ballots. I can show you the average ballots, a batch being 200 ballots. And I can show you batches that are fucking 20,000. Is that a dump? No. Never has been, never will be. But you had some fucking forest animal tell you that was a dump. Look at this chart. And you bought it hook, fucking line and sinker, and you repeat it. And you repeat it. Jonathan, my friend, it is not a ballot dump. And secondly, you know it's fraud. I know it's fraud. But when attorneys call it ballot dumps and it's fraud, we're fucked because everybody keeps on saying the same shit because see, even they're not trained in it. And so as we all talk, ballot dumps, see this drop, see this room, see this, see it makes us an F. And that's fraud. No, it's not. Because what you have to do is you have to physically look at the ballots. You just have to understand what this is. And the reason we, we're not getting anywhere is because we use the very words that defeat us over and over. I know you're frustrated. I know this is killing you. I know it's obvious. But you know what? This could be a football team, and we could be the biggest, badass, strongest, fastest motherfuckers in the world. But if we keep jumping off sides and we keep on running out of bounds, it doesn't matter how good we are. The penalties are going to lose the game for us. That's it. Now, let's go to New York. I want to show you something that's going on with Eric Adams in New York, and you need to understand this. But I'm going to tie something together for you. Ready? 
Adam's attorney confirming FBI agents seized his cell phones and an iPad from the mayor earlier this week. This comes just days after agents searched the Brooklyn home of the mayor's top campaign fundraiser. Sharon Crowley has been tracking the latest developments and joins us live in the newsroom. Sharon. Yeah, that's right, Natasha. Now, Mayor Adams has tried to distance himself from this federal investigation, and now it seems the FBI wants to know what's on his cell phone and iPads. The uh, mayor and his lawyer saying he has not been accused of any wrongdoing and he is cooperating. We are just learning that FBI agents seized two phones and one iPad from New York City Mayor Eric Adams on Monday, four days ago. The seizing of the mayor's electronic devices, which have now been returned, appear to be connected to an ongoing investigation into whether the mayor's campaign illegally received foreign donations. Last week, FBI agents raided the Brooklyn home of the mayor's top campaign fundraiser, Brianna Suggs. The mayor's lawyer says the mayor has not been accused of any wrongdoing. He also added in a statement, quote, after learning of the federal investigation, it was discovered that an individual had recently acted improperly in the spirit of transparency and cooperation. This behavior was immediately and proactively reported to investigators. The mayor's campaign spokesperson declined to identify the person involved or say what they did wrong. The mayor responded to saying, quote, as a former member of law enforcement, I expect all members of my staff to follow the law and fully cooperate with any sort of investigation. And I will continue to do exactly that. I have nothing to hide. According to a search warrant, the FBI is looking into whether the Adams 2021 mayoral campaign conspired with the KSK Construction Company of Brooklyn to funnel foreign money from Turkey into the campaign by the way of a straw donor. The surprise raid at Suggs' home prompted the mayor to abruptly cancel a planned meeting at the White House about the migrant crisis. Suggs, who is 25, has worked for Adams since she was a teenager. During his weekly media availability on Wednesday, Mayor Adams praised Suggs. I'm really proud of her, and uh, I'm, I'm sure she's going to get through this uh, because she followed the rules. So we mentioned to you that Mayor Adams had his weekly media availability on Wednesday, two days after the FBI took his devices. Well, he never mentioned that to reporters, despite repeatedly telling reporters he and his team are being transparent. Natasha? Yeah. Well, you see right now that the majority of that story was not about what happened, but about what well, we reported on ourselves. Listen to his words. He says she followed the rules. Yeah, the ruse, because it was a fucking ruse. So I'm going to give you a few more. Stay with me. So here's what happened. They're basically saying what happened in, in Adams's crapola was that his campaign continued, continued to refuse regulators' requests to divulge the source of specifically $300,000 in donations because it was led to believe uh, an issue with campaign finance violations. Now, subsequently, <laughs> so you, so you understand what's happened is it's not $300,000. Okay. It is more like $2 million. Okay. And this little lady 
Brianna Scrubs, who will probably take the fall, she raised, this 25-year-old raised $19 million for this guy's campaign. Now, you see, they've already began the minimization, uh, right? They, they already have begun the minimization. And, and, and by the way, Jonathan, look, don't be upset with me that I called it out. I used it as a teaching moment. Everything is a teaching moment. And I just told you. It's not a midnight dump. I just gave you the things. But if we modified our wording, we'd win. We'd have educated people that would fight this right. But see, they use social media to blend the words, and eventually attorneys pick them up because they think that's the right words, and it's not. That's my point. Anyway, so as part of this investigation, okay, um, they're looking into it. And so they've indicted. Six of his campaign supporters, just so you know. Now, I'm not going to stop there with this guy. Ready? Because I want to go backwards a little in time. I want to show you one other news version of how they're explaining this. And then I'm just going to go a little bit back in time. Yesterday, we learned that the FBI temporarily seized the mayor's cell phone and iPad as part of the federal probe into whether foreign money from Turkey was funneled into Adams' campaign. The FBI also recently raided the home of Adams' top fundraiser. Now, the seizure of the devices happened on Monday, agents meeting the mayor outside of an event. A spokesperson for the mayor saying that happened after the mayor's team discovered that an individual had recently acted improperly and they provided the information to the federal investigators. Now, we spoke to a political strategist today about what all of this means. Well, it's clearly an escalation from some of the stories that we've heard going back to the summer when you had some individuals arrested uh, with respect to a potential straw donor scheme. What the mayor needs to do is put distance between himself and his campaign operation. If he can successfully do that, then I think he can convince voters there was no involvement on his part, there was no criminality, and that the investigation stops there. And while we did not speak with the mayor today, he did issue a statement yesterday saying, in part, as a former member of law enforcement, I expect all members of my staff to follow the law and fully cooperate with any sort of investigation. And I will continue to do exactly that. I have nothing to hide. Okay, he has nothing to hide, which true. If you have nothing to hide, you put it out there. He's not saying anything. He just has nothing to hide. Now, just so you know, I'm going to give you two more pieces. The money did, in fact, come from Turkey. And that's a no-no. You can't do it. That's a no-no. And what they tried to do is they funneled it through all these different organizations, which when I hop over to Massachusetts, which is where I'm headed next, that's how it's done. So we do know it was money from Turkey. And we do know they've been running indictments. We do know that he's trying to step uh, away from it. And I'm telling you right now, this little 20, 
five-year-old good young lady who followed the ruse is probably going to take the fall for this. Okay? But this is how it's done. This is how it's done. Now, you're going to find with Adams, just like other stuff I'm about to talk to in a minute and throughout this week, for some reason, he had all of these massive $25 increments that now can't be tracked back to people that they don't know how to explain. So let me jump forward. Just one moment. I'm going to jump forward to give you a piece, but it's by telling you a story back in time. As soon as this fellow, Eric Adams, came into, quote unquote, being elected, which was in 21, there was a bit of controversy in 21 because now that he was the mayor, there was a high rise in New York in Manhattan, a big high rise. And it was not passing fire inspection. Right? The One of the first official acts that he did getting elected as mayor was he allowed that building, he said, he told the fire commission, stand down. I mean, we're talking bona fide official safety concerns. He said, stand down. Right in the middle of Manhattan. Okay? That building and that stand down allowed that building to go ahead and and be bought for $300 million. His first act in office, fire department stand down, which basically made the fire department, okay, approve the building because it couldn't pass. And then there was a transaction for $300 million. by Erdogan in Turkey. And the UN General Assembly was in on it. And it allowed Turkey to take ownership of this high rise in Manhattan that the UN was in on. Now, I didn't know I took any money from Turkey. I don't have any business with Turkey. First act of business was to pave the way for that $300,000 transaction for Turkey. Now, let me go back a little further because I educated you on this. I'm going to tie it together for you because every bit of this, every bit of this comes down to our elections. I have taught you What is a test ballot? What is a test ballot? So when we have elections, 
what is a test ballot? So a test ballot is a ballot that the precincts will use, and they'll run it into the machine to verify, to verify that the machine is working properly. Now, there's a standard by which you're supposed to do this. The standard is you're supposed to test every precinct to make sure the machines work right. You do a phony ballot. And for like president, it should have things like Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, Jeffrey Epstein. You you see what I'm saying? Just a total bullshit ballot. That's what a test ballot standard is. Right? That's a test ballot standard to see if the machine works, to see if the machine can read it properly. Now, that's what's supposed to be done. Now, let me tell you what actually happens. What we now know happens is they take the real ballot. They vote them, and it's not a blank ballot at all. It has nothing to do with a blank ballot. They take a real ballot, and the testing company votes them. Now, you think that, okay, they're going to run it through. Even if it's the real ballot, you think they're going to run it through, and it should count the votes, right? So it's the real candidates, and we're going to do a test, okay? And it should work, right? Let me tell you what really happens. They do take a real ballot. And they do mark how they want it. But do they test it on the actual voting machine? No. They connect a laptop to it. And it runs through the laptop program. And the laptop only looks for and already knows the exact results. And so they kind of circumvent the machine and the tester's really running it on the laptop. Has nothing to do with the machine. And the laptop, which is running a program only looking for that and can only confirm that. It's not what you think. It's not that run them in and count them and make sure it matches. No, it runs to an exact program, programmed for that. And that's all it checks. Now, now that you understand that's how they fool test ballots, and now that you understand test ballots are supposed to be fuggy baluggy, right, Donald Duck, let me take you back in time. Let me introduce you to the primary. I've taught you about this, but now it's finally where I can bring it all together for you so you can understand cause and effect because I've taught you on this one. Again, big Democrat fucking rimmer and they had to fix it because it was crap. Get ready? Behold. The breaking news for the race for New York City mayor recalculated. That's what happened today. They recalculated the ranked choice votes still show Eric Adams with a very slim lead over Catherine Garcia, still about 2%. The results had to be recalculated after a junior staffer made a mistake. That's what officials say caused. 
Pause right there. Because when you, when you understand what this is in a moment, and it's not even about ranked choice voting yet, so set that aside. A junior made a mistake. It's just a boo-boo. The breaking news for the race for New York City mayor recalculated. That's what happened today. They recalculated the ranked choice votes still show Eric Adams with a very slim lead over Catherine Garcia still about 2%. The results had to be recalculated after a junior staffer made a mistake. That's what officials say caused what has turned into an embarrassing chaos for the Democratic primary election for the next mayor. The staffer didn't delete about 135,000 test votes in the city's new ranked choice voting program. And so the junior staffer didn't delete about 135,000 test votes. Guys, this is why you're the smartest patriot in the room, because I taught you this long ago. Number one, if you got 1,000 precincts and you got 135,000 test votes, that's 135 per fucking machine. And they were just accidentally left for Eric Adams and every precinct did it and oops we forgot to clean them out that fucking junior 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 fucking idiot but see this was Democrats fighting Democrats and they weren't going to let it happen. See, the definition of widespread is what? That the preponderance, 50% or more, did it. That's the definition of widespread. In legal terms, it's called the balance of probabilities. You take all the evidence, that's the scales of justice, they now go like this, but you know what I mean? Scales of justice. And when you get just a little over 50%, that's the probability. So let me ask you a question. It was accidentally 100% on purpose, you're right, and 100% of the fucking machines. In 100% of the machines. I told you about this back then. Now, why did I tell you about this? Why did I educate you on it? I said, when you find maladministration, maladministration, not fraud, maladministration, just basically meaning it wasn't run right, what do you have the ability to do? To redo the fucking election. And you know what the Democrats did? Maladministration, maladministration. And they redid the election. They didn't talk about the fucking machines because it wasn't the fucking machines. They didn't go, fraud, 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 fraud. Look at this chart. Look at this chart. Look at the red. It's green. No. They fucking know what the game is and what you have to do. And they said, look, this thing was run wrong. It's maladministration. What happened? Oh, yeah, there's 135,000 test ballots left in all the machines. Rerun it. 
To the breaking news for the race for New York City mayor recalculated. That's what happened today. They recalculated the ranked choice votes still show Eric Adams with a very slim lead over Catherine Garcia, still about 2%. The results had to be recalculated after a junior staffer made a mistake. That's what officials say caused what has turned into an embarrassing chaos for the Democratic primary election for the next mayor. The staffer didn't delete about 135,000 test votes in the city's new ranked choice voting program, and so they were wrongly added to the preliminary total. But again, moments ago, a new calculation just released. Eric Adams still barely ahead of Ms. Garcia. Much ado, apparently, it turns out. N.J. Burkett with the story. He's live at City Hall for us. Newt. And Bill, these were test votes, sample ballots, but tens of thousands of them. Mind-boggling is one word. Mayor de Blasio today here at City Hall uh, called it insane. Yeah, let's go to that full screen again, and you can look at the numbers. What's amazing about this bill is that those numbers, the percentage, is largely unchanged. Eric Adams uh, with a slightly just over 2% over Catherine Garcia, and Ms. Wiley uh, has been, according to the Board of Elections, eliminated from the tabulations. Now, this answers some questions, Bill, of course, but it raises a host of others. There were no reports of widespread irregularities and no reports of voter fraud. By all accounts, the voting last week went relatively smoothly across all five boroughs of New York. The overnight results gave Eric Adams a sizable lead over both Maya Wiley and Catherine Garcia. Andrew Yang actually conceded the race. It was not until the ranked choice votes were tabulated and released yesterday that the primary results were thrown into disarray. Suddenly, Ms. Wiley had been eliminated, and Adams found himself with just a two-point lead over Ms. Garcia. Within hours, Board of Elections officials were forced to admit that 135,000 so-called test votes had mistakenly been included in the totals. They resolved to remove the test votes and issue a new tabulation today. Adams filed suit today to preserve the ballots for judicial review, while Ms. Garcia urged New Yorkers to be patient, pointing out, in addition, that 124,000 absentee ballots have yet to be counted. We're going to all have to have patience, and it's not only to Eric, but Maya and I are, I think, all in the mix as we move towards the final count. And I will be absolutely supportive of whoever the Democratic nominee is. Mayor de Blasio said the timing could have been worse. There's still plenty of time for a full general election uh, campaign and to, to vet the candidates and have real debate and everything else. Uh, if this were a September primary, we'd all be screwed right now. Susan Lerner of the nonpartisan pro-democracy group Common Cause urged New Yorkers not to overreact. These were unofficial and incomplete results and should not be rounded up to a larger crisis. A series of bad decisions and human error are what we're dealing with here. Well, again, Adams just now with a lead of just over 2% over Catherine Garcia. According to the Board of Elections, Maya Wiley has now been eliminated. She is not conceding, according to her press spokesman. Uh, apparently, there are too many questions uh, outstanding for her to do that. But it would appear that the Board of Elections in the city of New York has got a lot more explaining to do. A lot tonight. It was just an error of a junior person. It wasn't the election officials. It was just an error. Human error. On every fucking 
machine in every freaking precinct. But the media goes, it was just a test ballot, not an actual ballot. It was just a sample ballot, not an actual. If it was a fucking test sample ballot, not actual ballot, how'd his fucking name get on it? It's all a con game. Now, all I did is I told you about this when it happened. We were in the midst of of the audit in Arizona, and I said, I'm, I'm telling everybody, stop talking about fraud and use maladministration. Why? Because they just overturned an election in New York because of it and redid it, which they had to do. But yet, we're trained to repeat absolute bullshit that literally tanks our chances in court because we follow along like puppets, like we're all just a bunch of fucking crackheads. Oh, I, I like him. I like him. And that's because, well, yeah. And that's how they kill us. No, 135,000 test ballots spread over 1,000 machines, 135 per machine. Normal test ballots are two. Two. But yet there were 135 on average per machine. The reason I fight as hard as I do on certain things is because words matter. And all of this has been a psychological war to manipulate you to continue to share bullshit that is not true. Sorry, Jonathan, but when you say midnight dump, it is not a midnight dump. See, because dump basically implies an illegal dump into the system, and it wasn't. And this is what we're fighting. But it's always a junior somebody. Until it's actually your county officials doing it. And your county officials dropping phony absentee ballots right at the courthouse. That's what I'm going to cover next. Because this is one you should be watching. but. First, you got to understand every freaking bit of this is not only planned in advance, it's forced upon us. Well, behaviors are going to have to change. And this is one thing we're going to we're asking companies. Uh, you have to force behaviors. And at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors. And the way they force us is they fund every bit of this with our own money. If you have a retirement account, a 401k, retirement savings account, IRA, here's how they use your money in your retirement account against you. Number one, I'm asking you, please, if you have a retirement account, an IRA, or a 401k, please go to Jovan Loves Gold, fill out the form. You're just going to get a kit. What you're going to get is the free 2023 Go Go IRA kit that Americans are using to protect 
their retirement savings. It's really simple. Let me tell you how this works. The guy you just saw. Well, behaviors are going to have to change. And this is one thing we're going to, we're asking companies. Uh, you have to force behaviors. And at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors. And here's how they force it. You and your retirement account, you can't invest it. One of the biggest rigs you can imagine. We're going to take care of you because you're going to have a retirement and we're going to match the funds. No, no, they're not. They're going to get part of your company's money and part of your money, and they're going to put it into account. Millions and millions and tens and tens and tens and tens of millions of people are going to do it, but you can't fucking touch it. Their buddies get to invest it, and their buddies go around to the big corporations. We'll include you in the retirement accounts or whatever, but you're going to do this with stuff like, okay, you need a black woman on your board. She doesn't have to be qualified. She just has to be a black woman. Well, there's one qualification. She has to have a penis, and you have to sell that it's really a woman and you have to take your 500,000 employees in your corporation and you have to teach them about Antifa BLM and you have to teach them that women can have penises and men can give birth. You think I'm kidding? That's how it's done. That's how it's done. And it's your money. And that's one of the many rackets they do it. And it's how they fund this. Please, if you have an IRA, 401k, right? Retirement savings account, please go to Jovan Loves Gold, fill out the information, and just get educated. That's all I'm asking you to do. Just get educated. Just get educated. That's all I am asking you to do. Now let's jump forward into this other story. A Superior Court judge has basically said, and there's several things going on because this has happened multiple times. But I'm going to give you a series of these. If, if Just follow along with me, okay? But a Superior Court judge has now turned overturned the Democrat mayoral primary election in Bridgeport, Connecticut, okay? Because there was surveillance video footage that was released uh, released of individuals stuffing masses amounts of ballots into the drop boxes okay in Bridgeport Connecticut and everybody screamed that's illegal that's illegal did you catch the difference in the story yeah it's democrats fighting Democrats and the Democrats saying that's illegal. You can't be, nobody's supposed to be going up to these boxes, stuffing all these in. See, it's been exposed now and everybody knows what to look for and they're fucking doing it to each other. They're doing it to each other. And by the way, I don't control your volume. You control your volume on your end. For those of you telling me turn down my volume, you control your volume. It's on your phone. It's on your computer. Fuck. (sighs) People. Fucking people. Anyway, they looked at their surveillance video. 
And what did they find on the surveillance video? They found operatives, Democrat operatives, stuffing ballots in the drop boxes and making multiple trips, multiple trips throughout the day. You got to think about that. Why wasn't it a crime when you saw it in 2000 mills? Then they told you, well, you can't use that phone telemetry because it's not exact enough. It could be anybody walking by there. Well, why did they use it against January 6th people? This is the racket. This is the racket and stuff that gets us. This is a big deal. Here's Springfield, Massachusetts. Now, first one, if we just go to Connecticut, come on. This is right there at their offices. Right? Right there at their offices. In Bridgeport, Connecticut, this lady, okay, is an elected official. She's the one that collects when people come in and drop off their bo- uh, their ballots inside. You got to ask yourself, if they're, if they're bringing them in inside to vote, why is this woman who works there in the county office, why does she go outside to drop ballots in? This is Wanda Geeter Pataki, vice chairman, vice chairwoman of the Democratic town of the uh, in town clerk. Big supporter of this other uh, mayor, Joe, whatever, that's seeking re-election. And video surveillance show her. There's her working. Why would she take ballots that come in, which she shouldn't even be getting? Why is she transporting ballots outside? Yeah. And by the way, the incumbent lost by a narrow 251 margins. They're they're having to read. The judge said, this is a freaking crime. I can see it with my own eyes. This is a crime. Got other employees did it. They're just following instructions of the boss. But not if you're a Republican, it's not a crime. Now, the good thing about everybody fighting over this and now court cases coming, it defines it by rule of law and adjudication that it is a crime. And that bodes well for us, but you got to understand how these work. Here's one of the crimes that went on in 2020 all over the place. Again, happened all over 2020. In Arizona, they were paying people up to $1,000 a ballot to vote it the way 
people wanted to vote. But see, it, it was a Republican-Democrat fight issue. But what happens when Democrats do it to each other? Watch this. Fast news. We continue our coverage on voter fraud tonight. Claims made against Springfield mayoral candidate Justin Hurst. Good Thursday evening, everyone. Thanks for joining us for Western Mass News at 6. I'm Chris Pisano. And I'm Abby Carnavale. Western Mass News reporter Glenn Kittle joins us live in studio after taking a closer look at the claims made by Springfield election officials this past weekend. Glenn, what details can you share with us? Yeah, Chris, Abby, so far we've looked at the sworn statements of four Springfield election officials and surveillance video from outside City Hall last weekend as in-person early voting seemed to pick up. Their conclusions point to some voters expecting payments for casting their ballots for Justin Hurst. On Thursday morning, Springfield mayoral candidate Justin Hurst fighting back against claims that his campaign committed voter fraud last weekend, just days before the municipal elections. Now, I want to point something out very subtle to you. I want you to think as you hear this, is this voter fraud? Or is it election fraud? See, voter fraud is when somebody votes their dead mama's ballot, meaning a voter did it. I want, I want to help you understand the words here. But when the election officials like this stuff, that's not voter fraud. That's election fraud. That's racketeering. So when we jump here to Springfield, as you listen to this story, use your discernment. Is this really voter fraud? Or is it election fraud? We continue our coverage on voter fraud tonight. Claims made against Springfield mayoral candidate Justin Hurst. Good Thursday evening, everyone. Thanks for joining us for Western Mass News at 6. I'm Chris Pisano. And I'm Abby Carnavale. Western Mass News reporter Glenn Kittle joins us live in studio after taking a closer look at the claims made by Springfield election officials this past weekend. Glenn, what details can you share with us? Yeah, Chris, Abby, so far we've looked at the sworn statements of four Springfield election officials and surveillance video from outside City Hall last weekend as in-person early voting seemed to pick up. Their conclusions point to some voters expecting payments for casting their ballots for Justin Hurst. On Thursday morning, Springfield mayoral candidate Justin Hurst fighting back against claims that his campaign committed voter fraud last weekend, just days before the municipal elections. We don't give money in exchange for votes. I don't know how much clearer I can be. But Springfield election workers tell a different story. In sworn affidavits and surveillance video obtained by Western Mass News from the city solicitor's office, poll workers at City Hall detail what was observed during the final weekend of early in-person voting in the city. I observed that approximately 50% of people coming into the election department on Saturday, October 28th, were not registered to vote. For the people who were registering to vote on site that day, I saw a lot of addresses from the homeless shelter on Worthington Street in Springfield. I saw a scrawny guy in a light blue hoodie bring... You're going to see me pause this a few times. Did you catch that a lot of people showed up on election day but weren't registered to vote, so they registered them to vote that day, and then they all have a homeless shelter address. I told you this. I showed you this in Arizona. And that's why same-day registration. This is why I'm showing you all the different nefarious acts. Did the machine do it? 
Did the machine do that? No. We continue our coverage on voter fraud tonight. Claims made against Springfield mayoral candidate Justin Hurst. Good Thursday evening, everyone. Thanks for joining us for Western Mass News at 6. I'm Chris Pisano. And I'm Abby Carnavali. Western Mass News reporter Glenn Kittle joins us live in studio after taking a closer look at the claims made by Springfield election officials this past weekend. Glenn, what details can you share with us? Yeah, Chris, Abby, so far we've looked at the sworn statements of four Springfield election officials and surveillance video from outside City Hall last weekend as in-person early voting seemed to pick up. Their conclusions point to some voters expecting payments for casting their ballots for Justin Hurst. On Thursday morning, Springfield mayoral candidate Justin Hurst fighting back against claims that his campaign committed voter fraud last weekend, just days before the municipal elections. We don't give money in exchange for votes. I don't know how much clearer I can be. But Springfield election workers tell a different story. In sworn affidavits and surveillance video obtained by Western Mass News from the city solicitor's office, poll workers at City Hall detail what was observed during the final weekend of early in-person voting in the city. I observed that approximately 50% of people coming into the election department on Saturday, October 28th, were not registered to vote. For the people who were registering to vote on site that day, I saw a lot of addresses from the homeless shelter on Worthington Street in Springfield. I saw a scrawny guy in a light blue hoodie bring a lot of Spanish-speaking people into the elections department. He said to the people in Spanish, vote for Hearst and you'll get $10. Springfield Elections Commissioner Gladys Oyola Lopez in her statement detailed what she saw after reviewing the video from cameras outside City Hall, saying in part, quote, many individuals who were dropped off by the black suburban and black expedition entered City Hall, voted and left in the same aforementioned vehicles. Two women and one man can be seen showing the man in the red, white and blue shirt something. The man then takes out what appears to be a large bundle of cash and peel off a bill and hands it to each person. Her saying he's seen the footage and tells us who that man is. That gentleman is a volunteer for our campaign. That gentleman has volunteered on many a campaigns. That particular gentleman has spent more time in prison than he spent out. But he's a good man. But Hearst did not address the video showing the exchange of cash, but he did acknowledge his efforts to get voters to the polls. We dropped people off to, to go and vote. And when they came out and, and voted, we brought them home. And we've been doing that the entire election. We do it all the time and we will continue to do it. Western Mass News checked, and there are no state laws banning a campaign giving voters rides to the polls. His opponent and current mayor, Dominic Sarno, released a statement saying in part, quote, These allegations are very serious and upsetting to me. Voting is a sacred trust and should be treated as such. The integrity of our elections must be protected. This is a legal matter which has been reported to the proper authorities by Solicitor Judge Payne. Hearst is standing by his campaign, telling his constituents ahead of the election that his team is running a clean race. These accusations are not only insulting to our dedicated campaign supporters, but to all residents who are exercising their constitutional rights to vote against the establishment and alter the course of history. According to the election commissioner's affidavit, this matter has been referred to the U.S. Attorney's Office by the Secretary of the Commonwealth's Office. The U.S. Attorney's Office tells us they can neither confirm nor deny if there is an ongoing investigation. We've also reached out to the Hamden District Attorney's Office and have not heard back. Reporting live in the studio, Glenn Kittle, Western Mass News. All right. Now, there's a, a ton I can unpack in that, and, I, and I, I really just don't need to unpack it for you. But he's a good criminal, even though he spent his whole fucking life there. Look, 
let's just put a few things. You don't understand. We've got 10 million illegals coming across our border. have come across the border. You do understand when they come across the border, they're handing them social security numbers. You don't understand. They immediately can go get a driver's license because it's in their native language. And when they register to vote, it looks like they're a citizen. Why? Because they have a social security number. You do understand when they're same day voter registration, you can't verify them. Some people just can't get out because the melanin in their skin, it interacts with the sun and it clues them to the cement. So they can't get out on a, just until election day because they've been fighting for weeks and they can't even get an ID. That's why we hand them an ID when they come across the border. Can't check those registrations. They don't. Right. They don't go backwards and do it. we got to let them vote. we got to let them register on registration day. Just there. It's just. Come on. Do you see all the cons wrapped into one? Did a machine do a single fucking one of them? But here's the moral of the story. This is Democrat fighting Democrats. They all know it's crime. Until Republicans point it out. But see, they also know the gig. They also know that the Republicans blindly follow people who intentionally feed them the misinformation so the Republicans never have standing in court because they worded it wrong. No, 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 don't look at this money being handed out. Don't look at this over here. It's the machines that swapped the vote. It's first, looks like an F. Look, it's, I swear, I swear, I swear. I talked to the rabbit and the little deer and because I'm a raccoon, it is, it's, see, it's fraud. This is where we have to slow down. But let's just talk about it. It's been three years, folks. It's been three years. Even in this broadcast, we dealt with, but they have watermarks. Water, watermarks in the ballots. It was caught and it was proven. They're just waiting for the right time to prove it, to proof the proof of the proof. They're proving it. Proof, proof. Prove it. Facts matter. That's all the deal is. Facts matter. That's it. Facts matter. And wording is so critical. And understanding what's really being done is so critical. I played that for you because the newscast keeps on telling you it's voter fraud. Now, why do they do that? Because in every election... They will find one person that voted another person's ballot out of two million. They'll prosecute them. And then they said, well, it was only one out of two million. It's rare. The old fucking news station keeps telling you this is voter fraud. And no, you didn't fucking witness voter fraud. You witnessed election fraud. And you witnessed how they recycled the money. Do you think that convict who spent most of his life in prison instead of out happened to have a whole fucking fleet of brand new uh, $123,000 suburbans? If we all don't get together, 
And if we don't put our foot down at the bullshit, like dumps a vote at midnight, we saw it on TV. We don't vote through the fucking TV, folks. We never have. We never will. So why does what was on the ticker matter? You're right. It doesn't. And I actually believe, because that's the first time in history you've seen that switch on TV, you didn't fucking catch them. They fucking sold you, and you took it hook, line, and sinker. They did it on purpose, so you'd talk, watch. And then everybody, oh, my God, I caught I caught it. Look at this video. And then somebody go, oh, let's get the Edison data. Look, I'm an expert. Look, see, it goes, it goes. They fucking set you up. And you talked about everything that is not provable in a court of law and never had any issue. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's the game. That wasn't an accident. You saw that big old stuff go? No. It was planned. Let my people go. I'm an expert who doesn't know shit. But they're my people. Are you kidding me? We're losing not because of them. We're losing because of us. And that's just the truth, folks. We're losing because of us. Somebody who says Jesus enough and tell you, nope, the machine swapped the vote in it. You run that way. Somebody who might cuss like me, might be very hard and direct like me. Well, I don't really like him. He's not very nice. We'll tell you that oh, I can't do that. I'm going to go with this one over here because I like that person. Why don't you just like saving your fucking country? Why don't you just like doing what's right? Why don't you like it enough to just look at the numbers? We have 175,000 voting precincts, and the GOP raves about 80,000 poll watchers. Now, I know you went to school because you're a Republican. You can do that math. Think about it. Is that something to be happy about? And those 80,000 poll workers, what do they change to do? Make sure everybody signed in. Make sure the machine was actually turned on. Make sure nobody was in the building before they were supposed to be. But do they teach you what really goes wrong and how they do it? I told you, by the way, I've been telling you for three years that they literally can put in a fob in the back of the machine and it runs the whole program. And by the way, that just got discovered in a fucking Democrat on Democrat election, and it got proven. And I've been telling you for three years. This is up to us, folks. If you want to find people because you find them nice and they don't cuss and they say Jesus is enough, fucking do it. But there's at some point in time we got to get our shit together. And we have to be able to speak it right, do it right, in order to fight it right. I love you all. See you over at Locals. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut the crap. 
what can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is, learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut the crap. Cut the crap's not just a radio program, it's a movement. The right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority, and we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Joe Bon Hunt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week, and between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut the crap. 260 million of you shop here weekly. And did you know you spend about $1,400 each year? Two and a half million of you shop here daily, and you give them $1,000 each year. Combined, that's a half a trillion dollars annually. And you think it's the American way to shop? Think again. Your hard-earned money is being funneled to bad organizations. The consumable products you buy, well, they're washing America down the drain. Think about where you spend your money. Folks, we have to save America from socialism. We need to make the woke go broke. First things first, and that's America first. You need to follow the money. You need to follow your money and make the woke go broke. So I will show you how to save America from socialism. Go to makewokegobroke.click. Yes, dot click. Makewokegobroke.click. Makewokegobroke.click and do it now. Jovan HuttonPulitzer.locals.com is the only place a true patriot can stay informed, free of charge, without censorship. Over 18.5 million plays, it's Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. It's absolutely a government triangulation. They are literally putting Mike Lindell in the crosshairs. They get to choose 250 ballots of their choosing. Now you have the facts and the information to educate them and to open their eyes to what's really happened. Even I had no idea how dirty they play this game of censorship until I lost my social media. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit JovanHuttonPulitzer.locals.com today. I guarantee you. You will absolutely be the smartest patriot in the room. 260 million of you shop here weekly. And did you know you spend about $1,400 each year? Two and a half million of you shop here daily, and you give them $1,000 each year. Combined, that's a half a trillion dollars annually. And you think it's the American way to shop? think again. Your hard-earned money is being funneled to bad organizations. The consumable products you buy, well, they're washing America down the drain. Think about where you spend your money. Folks, we have to save America from socialism. We need to make the woke go broke. First things first, and that's America first. You need to follow the money. You need to follow your money and make the woke go broke. So I will show you how to save America from socialism. Go to makewokegobroke.click. Yes, dot click. Makewokegobroke.click. Makewokegobroke.click and do it now.